Welcome to the Active Topical Banter Show RP Gamers Editorial Roundtable Podcast. My name is Scott Walker, and joining me tonight are my co-hosts in no particular order. We're the Crystal Gems. I'm Sam. I'm Trent. I'm Mac. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was that? Okay. I, I, I think they were hoping you'd catch the, the pop culture reference and sing your na- own name in falsetto. And That's- that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm sad. Mac is old and can't keep up with the things the darn kids like. Yeah, I don't know Steven Universe. Cry face. <laughs> and I only know that because I just Googled Crystal Gems to figure out what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> Yes, I turned, I turned 30. Isn't it canceled now? It's done now, right? I don't know. I, I only I, just discovered it because we had it at work. I, I heard that they were canceling it. No. no. <laughs> of course the thing I love gets taken away from me. Uh, no, it's got a fifth season, which will debut at some unspecified time in 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I am old. I turn 36 tomorrow. and Oh, my and, God. And, God, and you're so old. Different. Yeah. I'm I don't know. Different. I thought turning 30 a couple of weeks ago was pretty uh, pretty rough. Yeah. My it, good looks it, are going, I, Mac. My good looks are going. I am I am freaking out. I'm, I'm the baby win. of the podcast. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Yeah. I'm I always grandpa. forget you're the baby. I always keep yeah. thinking Scott's the baby. I'm not a baby. No. He's only a baby about Deus Ex. We're all babies about Deus Ex. <laughs> yes, we are all babies about Deus Ex. We are all whining, and we want it to be better, but it's just not going to happen. I'm the freaking RPG sage, because I'm an old man. I'm are an you Tella? Man. No, but you know what? Oren from Final Fantasy X, according to his biological profile, was 35. So I'm technically the same age well, as Oren. You, you are now outside you, 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 you. the competence zone of JRPGs, Mac. What will you do? Oh, you will tend shop. You will, you will pass advice to teenagers with weird hair and pure hearts. I'm going to walk around <laughs> sunglasses on and just go... Hmm. On the plus side, Mac, I, I would have never guessed that you are your age... Uh, That's good. And, I wouldn't either. And you, and, and you got to keep in mind, like Oren does not look that he's that age. Oren looks like he's almost fifty. Like he looks like he's been through some shit. Yeah. He, well, he he. I, I feel like that's an almost a shout he has out to, been, but he has been through with that. But th- that's got to be like a Rambo Rowell reference because he's fifty, but he keeps saying he's thirty-five. <laughs> it's possible. I can see that. All right. But our topic tonight yeah. is not getting older. Although I'm sure it's a factor, which wait, is... Wait, 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 but wait, before we get into that, do, okay, so let's say that he dies and he's like 32, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he doesn't go to the far plane. Three years later, is he 35 or is he still 32? I'm still having birthdays, so I mean, I'm going with... Is, does, he, does he celebrate birthdays? He's dead, right? So I'm, I'm going with really vampire rules. I'm going with vampire rules. You keep ticking the age up, but you uh, switch your birthday to the day you become undead. Yeah, I, I don't uh, think he's the kind of guy that's I don't see him as that kind of guy. I feel I, like he's stuck in the past, you know? Yeah, he was the guy that never had a party anyway, so it's kind of hard to say. You think? Do you see him like you know having a party ever? I see. I see one person who knows it's actually his birthday, handing him one scotch with a nod, yeah. and walking away. And it's not the worst birthday ever. 
I mean, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, brought it back. I love it. Had to had that reference Final Fantasy 13, right? See, take your shot. Ever. Worst birthday ever. There we go. I wish she had we said it that way, though, Trent. I feel like it would have better <laughs> effect than the way she actually said it. That would mean that oh, game the, had a voice I, acting the first time director. I, the first time I remember I played Final Fantasy 13, and I'm one of those people who genuinely likes Final Fantasy 13. I just thought to myself, wow, the main character is a massive bitch, isn't she? <laughs> and happily so. <laughs> well, she's the comic book guy of the Final Fantasy verse. Worst birthday ever. Final Fantasy 13 might be a better springboard to our main topic for the night, <laughs> which is quitting. quitting. When, when do you look at the game in the face and say, we're done here? We're, we're yes. done here. Which I can't use that as an example because I finished that one. So yeah, out the window, toss it out. Well, I think uh, setting aside games that you see a trailer and you know you don't wanna. That's that's not that's not quitting. That's right? not quitting. That's that. That's, uh, opting, that's not even starting. That's yeah, like, yeah. When, like when, when I see something that's by um, oh god, idea uh, factory. For those people who, who, who are those people who do compile like, heart? Compile heart. Okay, when I see anything. Any trailer that has a Compile Heart logo in it, I'm like, no, it's not. It's not even gonna happen. I try to say no to those, and once in a while, I get them. Uh, you know, it's not that they're bad, but some things you just know are not for you. Yeah, no, I, yeah. There's an audience out there. It's just I'm not it. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but literally, like the the you have given this game the fair shake, and you're just like, yeah, we're done here. And I think. It's going to be a personal for all of us, but I think I'm going to outline my three big deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is just plain slog, which okay. I think a lot of people use the word slog. Oh, they they use the word grind when they mean slog, which is just 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 you you get into this mindless Tedious. repetitive zone where and and I think bravely default's a good example for me because I'm like there there is a point in that game that involves a lot of repetition. And you're just, and you have to decide. And and this was actually conscious for me. And I just said, yeah, I'm out. I've seen, if this is all this game has to offer to me, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I put it in the case, and that was that. You were heartbroken really? about that one, too, actually, I really, because you wanted to love it. I, I really wanted that. an old-school job Final Fantasy game. It would just be fun, little pop-around, turn-based thing, and the the. The actual minute-to-minute combat was good, and then... Now, which game was this again? I missed that Bravely whole... Default, honey. Okay. Oh, Sorry. no. Okay. Well, that's what you got. It's <laughs> just, you got it, and it was only 10 hours, and then it repeated itself for another 25 hours. Yeah, I guess that. I guess that's yeah. the case. And I think <laughs> that, that does lead into the, 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 the second reason I will leave a game aside, which is that, and this is true very much of JRPGs from where I stand, which is, okay... Yeah, I see what you're doing here. I've seen enough. I don't have to see all. I've seen enough. Th- this is where I actually am for Tales, because I'm like, once I have the full cast and I can see all their movesets in action, I'm like, yeah, yeah, friendship saves the day. Uh, you you spectator Tales when I'm playing. Yes. And then make fun of me a lot of the time, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Well, sometimes the voice... Sometimes the combat shouts are are just priceless instant balls <laughs> instant balls even though it's supposed to be broadside waltz i don't know how do you take that read 
I don't know either, but that's the problem is you read the screen and it says a broadside waltz, and he's totally saying instant balls. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how many times that make, happened. <laughs> that's enough to make me quit a game right there. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instant balls. Instant balls. Just add water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, and the last one for me, and I think this is this one. This one's just a weird little peccadillo of mine, which is that... You don't have those. I know, but th- this one's especially particular to me because it's so easy to not do, which is when the game changes the rules, and it will change the rules, usually for a boss fight in an RPG, where mm-hmm. where it is going to ask you to learn an entirely new mechanic on the fly... Under high stress, with a cutscene, you have to keep rewatching. Uh, yes, I, I feel like I feel like there's some game specifically that has offended you in this way. Oh no, there's a couple. Th- there's a few. Uh, uh, Rise of the Argonauts was a great example. Oh. <laughs> that that game gets way too much shit for I'm, what I'm, it is. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Well, I'm was... not saying it's shit, but I'm saying there's uh. a boss fight with a centaur where. It does not behave like any other combat you've ever had, and it's it's what it's one fight. (laughs) No, no, but Trent, this is another situation where Scott was very sad about this because he wanted. I wanted to like it. I I was enjoying it. I wanted to like it more, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're you're just gonna keep doing this to me, aren't you? You're gonna make me do these fiddly little timing based puzzles in the middle of (laughs) boss fights. That don't exist anywhere else, huh? Well, it doesn't matter what I've that. done to level up. doesn't matter what skills I've bought. This this depends entirely upon my ability to dodge roll behind things over and over and over again, isn't it? Oh, okay. okay. I played, beat, and reviewed that game, and I don't remember anything about it. I'm even looking at my review for it <laughs> and looking at screenshots, and I, I, I'm not re- none of this is... I knew I'd played it, but none of this is bringing back any kind of memories whatsoever. That's how forgettable oh, it was. No, I don't really remember the sequence that you're talking about either, because I just remember like slashing and stabbing a lot of things, and I don't know. I was having fun stabbing things. Then it asked me to do nothing but dodge roll. Oh, uh, I wrote that that was enjoyable, so I must have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Did, wow. uh, did this may require I, I, a second yeah. pass from you. Like, did, did, <laughs> this, is this a new feature we could do where we go back to old reviews and just sit there and stare? What was I doing when I was playing this game? Because I don't remember anything. <laughs> what was that? I would be thinking? a fun feature, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that, verified that I'm getting old, so that could be part of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, I guess it was good back then that I did review a lot of games that I beat, even if other people had, because. Now I can remember what I thought about them, because uh, there's a heck of a lot of games over the last little bit that I don't remember much about, which is one of That'd the be- reasons that I will quit a game, is if it is completely, totally boring me, and right. just not sticking with me whatsoever, just to kind of bring that right back. It's called a segue, ladies and gentlemen. You just saw that. My mind is blown. See, yeah, see, the the yeah. thing you have to know about podcasting is that you can't just segue. You have to you have to call it out. Yes, this, this is a thing that is unique only to this medium, and we love exactly. it. We love it. 
We love it on our side. This is our gratification. You, you, the listener, probably don't care a whit whether or not we are being transparent. Yeah, the best part about it is we do that because we don't really actually realize we segued until we did, so we have to call ourselves out on it. Oh, I actually just made a segue. This has been the biggest thing for me over the last little bit is I have gone from a mindset where if I start a game, I generally, if it's tolerable, I will finish it. Even if it's a bad game, if it's something I felt like I could get through, I would finish it just to say, you know, hey, I got that done. Check the box, right? Check the box. And it's not really that I've gotten so much busier. It's not really that anything else has changed because honestly nothing else has changed on that front it's not a you know oh life is so much harder now it's eh, whatever it's just that i've gotten sick to death of playing through stuff that i know i just have no interest in i have started so many games over the last little bit and my completion rate like starting last year dropped dramatically and i didn't care that was the biggest part about it. I, I really stopped caring. I would play a game through looking at my list. I keep, as we all know, I am very like ridiculously anal about stuff. Look, I started. You, you and Excel a, are very good friends, and we appreciate exactly. that. <laughs> I've, I've got my spreadsheet up right now, and there were 10, 10 specific RPGs that I started played long enough to document that I had started them, not just, oh, I'm going to you know turn it on for five minutes just to see what it looks like. But there were 10 that I started last year and just quit because they either bored me or looking at these, some of these either bored me, got to the point where there was a ridiculous part that I was like, screw this, I'm not getting past this. It would take too much to grind to get past and it's just not fun. Or... Um, there's only a couple on here that I would actually want to go back to, but just stopped because I just lost focus on them. All right. Well, here's the question and I'll let Sam get to her usual deal breakers, but I do have a question for the panel, which is that how often it is, is it a literal concert conscious decision? Like take the disc out, put it on the shelf, walk away. And how often is it just oh, yeah, I'll get back to this after I deal with this new shiny. I'm in category two. Yeah, I'm usually in category two. There are select instances where I make a point of quitting. I almost communicated to the disc. Like, it needs to know how much it's failed me. You are done. You are dead to me. It's like talking to the dog. Bad dog. I remember... I had written a review for the site, and then I got really cocky and said, I want to review Mujin Soul Z. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's never not going to be a go-to reference for us, is it? (laughs) You had regrets, didn't you? I I really, I had some brass ones, and I said to myself, I can do this. I I can do the thing that Wheels said he couldn't do. Uh, (laughs) Knowing that Wheels is capable of so much more weird crap in RPGs than I am. You thought you had cojones, um, didn't you? Wheels is a master I, of NAS America in ways that we could Wheels not Wheels is a do. master of... He, he tried to explain the concept of Moe to me like before I started playing because he wanted me to be somewhat prepared for what I was diving into. There's no way anyone could be prepared for that game. No, uh, no, there's, just, there's nothing. It, no, Scott, watch me play a little bit. I, I, I felt like every time you think you've peeled off the final layer of weird, there's it's another weird. layer. 
And I, the worst thing is that as it was like physically assaulting my body while I was sitting there playing it, um, like my fiance would be like walking around the apartment and seeing me play this game with these like um, infantile characters in these really, really outfits. revealing outfits. Uh, so there was this weird social uh, guilt that I had while playing it and I hated it. Um, and I, I, I took the disc out of the PS3 and I said, no, never again. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> you, you can go in the box for the, you can go in the trade-in box now. I don't have that to was wait it. for yeah. me to, I don't have to wait for the seasonal shelf cull. I can't be hurt by you anymore. <laughs> this is, this is it. And Sam, what, what's your deal breakers? I actually, to be honest, I couldn't tell you what my deal breakers are because... I have a tendency that I finish everything I play. Well, actually, or I'm, I'm going to say... I put them away for a while and then come back to them. But actually, I, I wanted to ask you what you think my deal breakers are, because you've See, watched me play games. Sam? I, were there, was there anything that you gave up on that you were supposed to review? Yes. Uh, I'm trying to remember. There's definitely one. I actually did I, recently give up on Dungeon Punks. That one was a... I couldn't do it. Well, that was that was also fairly early on. Oh no, I got halfway through and oh. I still can't do it. Like I can't stomach it. So I'm um, actually going to say that I am your deal breaker. <laughs> yes. That's that's actually See, true. Uh, Explain. So so Sam Sam is often prone to fits of vocal frustration with video games. That's surprising. And um <laughs> I will rage quit on her behalf. I will I will Ask her to put down the controller gently, and then I will look her in the eye and say, you have seen enough of this game now, and I will eject the disc for her. She will she will protest this the whole time, and then within 48 hours, she will say I'm right. <laughs> um, and the most recent, you know what, the most recent one of that I can think of was uh, Metro 2033, which... Upset the hell out of me, no less, because I loved Last Light. Like, I fangirled the hell out of Last Light. I loved it. So I was like, man, I think I'm ready to play the first game. Scott's like, you know it's Doug, harder, right? Doug, and I'm like... She was not. I was not. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like a I it's cried. like a survival horror game, almost. Like, you need to conserve ammo and stuff. Well, well that was there, There's I, this weird thing where the... Okay, specific to Metro is that the way they do difficulty is wrong yes yeah it, it's wrong yeah. like you like sam probably would have enjoyed the game in ranger hardcore mode because at least that way everyone else dies in two hits too yeah right and the, yeah. and the thing about metro is the way that they've set the difficulties up it's um it's not easy to tell what the lowest difficulty is even by phrasing so oh. the, and in the recent addition that they made for ps4 they put the last light difficulty on there but it's really weird how again they've set it up because i thought oh i'll pick the same difficulty i played in last light like i shouldn't have a problem because i played last light on easy and i enjoyed the game but it, it right. turns out that not only do you take 300 <laughs> rounds to the face but so does everyone else yep yeah and, and the and the really weird thing is that there are sequences that feel like they're almost out of a Call of Duty title. Like, there's enemies everywhere, uh, and if you were holding a gun that killed people in one or two hits, 
it would feel like a Call of Duty game, but because everyone takes so much damage and ammo was such a scarce resource, you just feel like you're screwed all the time. See, where I raged, where Scott helped me rage quit, rather, um, was a section that actually had to do with air filters. She had run out, mm. and also there were many dudes. And there, and the worst oh. part was, is the area was, it was poorly laid out in the sense that you basically had to try to change your air filters, like, almost every minute or so, because mm-hmm. that's all that was around the area. So, like, mm-hmm. I could just never make it to the top of this tower in time, because I would die of suffocation every time. <laughs> so I was just like, I couldn't do it. And, like, a friend of ours came over, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I can do it, I can do it. He couldn't do it either. So <laughs> we were like, you know what? We're good. With RPGs, I'm a funny nut, because I actually do love to finish them. And actually, try an, an RPG that I actually did give up on, I actually was supposed to be the one of the original reviewers for Neptunia. <laughs> oh, right, Neptunia. And it was Adrian who was like, no, 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 like, I think I'm going to enjoy it more than you, so I'm going to do it. Speaking of Moe. Oh, Adrian loves the Neptunia games. Well, even when he hates them, he still loves them. That's kind of the joke. No, there's no, there's no, he he feigns the hatred, I think. I have a theory that he secretly adores each one. Oh, no, he will tell you he actually adores them. That's the thing. He will tell you that there's parts that he really hates, though. Hmm. I I find this interesting because, you know, the question that you put to the panel, Scott, I'm the opposite on those. Every With the exception of maybe 1% of the games that I stop playing, every one of them is an intentional, I'm done with this. It's not, oh, I just kind of quit I'll just leave this right next to the console. I'll come back after a game. Mac is a completionist. Uh, He gets stuff done. Uh, If if I was in Mac's shoes and I had a massive PSP collection and just a wealth of games that... uh, deserve, I believe they've earned the right to be completed, then I would make a point of completing every one that I start. So, Well, that's not not totally true. I mean, I'll sit and look at a list of like 45 games over the past few years that I have quit. But every one that I've quit, it hasn't been like, oh, I'll get back to this. It was... You're not going back at all. I'm done with this. I'm not touching it again. It's going back on the shelf. Mm -hmm. It's a definite choice by me to say... This is gone. This is back on the shelf. Looking at just this year, Fire Emblem Fates got probably ten missions into the into Birthright and said, "You know what? I'm I'm done. I don't I don't have any interest anymore." Awakening was great. This is not Awakening, and this is not anything that I'm interested in playing. Shelf. Odin Sphere. You, you know, played it once before. Ten? No, I didn't play the original. Oh, you didn't. I thought you did for some no. reason. Mm-mm. And I got probably 10 hours into that kept you know it was fun but it was the same thing over and over yes. and i was like mm, okay cool done tokyo mirage sessions got in there played a couple hours i was like this is not the turn-based combat game that i like you know i'm, I'm down with some turn-based combat like the past few games that i've finished a couple trails games bravely second you know bravely default i'm down with some turn-based combat i like me some turn-based combat this is not the turn-based combat I'm interested in, and it's a little too plotting in the combat sections. Done. No interest. Boom. Back on the shelf. And I don't... 
I think the only thing I've got that I would possibly want to go back to and finish is a replay of Xenoblade Chronicles that I'm doing on the new 3DS, but I've already played it once, so it's just kind of a, you know, it's in the 3DS in case I feel like playing right, it. That 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 That's is literally it. for funsies as opposed to. Yeah, it, it's a replay anyway, so it doesn't really count on my general list. But it doesn't go either. on the checkbox in the same way. Yeah. yeah, for me, a game is either gonna get finished or it's done. And I have gotten to that point to where I'm like, I know I'm not playing this anymore. There's other things out there. If I come back to it later, I'm starting from scratch and replaying it that way. I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'll get to this someday. Eh, that's not. See, that's not it. See, I have Xenoblade a... Chronicles X was another one. I just said done. I got to a point where missions and stuff just got stupid, and the whole progression system got stupid. And I was like, nope, done. And which is sad, but that's the case. Is there anything that you're like a dog in a bone with? Because I refuse to give up on roguelikes. You do. If if one if one grabs me, I'm not gonna let go, no matter how badly I lose. I'm I'm bound and determined to beat Ironcast one of these years. <laughs> well, it's like before they changed um, Darkest Dungeon. That was another one you wouldn't let go of at all. Like I lost I just got to many nights of Darkest Dungeon and then then when they had changed it he was like I don't like this change at all so I'm good now. Well they've they've changed some of that back and now I'm like mm, I, could I could go back to you. I could do this. I could like say one run a day. I could I could I could make that like my little cool down phase. But you know, but, but I know I, how he goes. It's not one run a day. It never <laughs> is. It's like four or five and him going, I got so close. And then everybody went insane. <laughs> it, it's hard to say that what my dog with a bone kind of is because there's some games. Your, your bone I, is that Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> that's true. But I'll quit some games for totally different reasons. Sometimes you get to a stupid hard part and you know it's going to take either a complete you know, replay of everything you've done before to fix up your strategy or... You know, you'll have to go and level up different characters to get where you need to go. And, you know, sometimes it's that. Sometimes I'll get on a game and get stuck on a hard part and be like, I'm going to do everything I can to finish this because I'm having fun and want to. So it's hard to say. There's not yeah. just one thing. Like, I okay, have you ever been in a situation where you decided not to go back to a game but because all of your data was lost, all of your save data was lost? Yes, actually, that's oh, a, I yeah. have a great one, actually. Um, yeah. So we have a review of Adventure Time, um, and it was the weird little dungeon crawler one. I was at the final boss. I had my save data completely corrupt. So Ugh. I remember, I remember Mac, because I asked you, I said, so this yeah. is what happened. Can I just review it anyways? And you mm -hmm. said yes, because in that situation, it was like, I was actually, like, Scott and I were playing it together, and we were having a lot of fun, mm -hmm. but we just couldn't get over the fact that it's like, we were at the final boss, and this happened. Mm -hmm. And because it was a game that auto-saved, you didn't, you couldn't make a manual file. Like, we, we couldn't bounce yeah. back four files and take another run at it. It would have yeah. been, start from gotcha. scratch, and yeah. that, that was one, that yeah. moment of... Like, asking you to start from scratch because of something that went sideways. That one I remember, yeah, you know what I said to Scott? I said, I had, like, I had no choice. I had to quit because I did not have the time 
you know, when I was reviewing that, it. That, for the record, that's explored the dungeon because I don't know. Yes, that was the one I was trying to remember the title <laughs> to. Um, but I was so mad about that one because I remember how much fun I had playing it. Like, it wasn't a hard game or anything. It was just delightfully silly. The boss fights were actually some of the most unique parts of the game. And yet, like, the fact that that happened, I remember I was, like, ready to cry because I was just like, I I was so close, <laughs> right? And there's nothing right, yeah. worse than something like that happening, that it's a forced quit. But you know what? Right. I was it's, so mad. I, I couldn't go, like, I couldn't start it over again because my logic was... It's been a, yeah. it's been a while since I've lost save data, I want to say, like, the PS1 era. But if that happened, that would be a... A stop for me. Well, no, likely. and that's that's actually one of my deal breakers is that if I get through a game and then all of a sudden I have a corrupted save file, I actually will not go back at all. Like I won't. Yeah. Like I I remember I was playing last year through uh, Ultra Despair Girls Danganronpa. My save data corrupted on that, mm-hmm. and I just said, you know what? No, I'm not doing this again. Yeah, I fortunately okay. don't have examples, but that would definitely be a killer. So here's an, here's another question. So when you de- when you decide you're done, how often do you look up the ending on YouTube? Uh, never. Hardly always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I love I you. Say, <laughs> I will say hardly. I don't mind say like let, let me tell you. I there have been some games where whether I've been like seventy to eighty percent of the way there and given up on it. I I want to know how things unfold. Um. I remember I was playing through one of the Kingdom Hearts games, and I, I think it was uh, that that one with the weird title. Three hundred The three hundred something something over two. Yeah. We just called it yeah. dumb name. That yeah. was our. That was I got to part. I got to like the halfway point of the missions when I realized how much I was hating all of it, um, and how offensive it was to me because I actually liked the franchise. Uh, so then I just said, I'm just going to look up all the gameplay and I'll see all the cutscenes and thank God for YouTube yeah. because I'm not, I'm not Someone putting any else. more energy into this game. See, I think, I think there's something to me where I will look up, if I finish a game, I'll look up the other endings because I'm like, yeah, there, there, there are games I'm not ever going to revisit, but let's see the other way this could go. And I mean... There have been a couple yeah, cases where I, can... I think, like, e- even Persona 4, I got the bad ending for that, just because I'm like, yeah, I'm good here. Yeah, you watched what? me, you actually watched me get the good ending. Well, I'd already, I got, like, I, the I ultimate s- ending the first time I played through, because I, I did seen, everything. <laughs> so at this point, I had seen Sam finish the game. Yeah, this is why. I had sat down and watched the anime with Sam. <laughs> So at this point, I'm like, yeah, I know how this works. I know how this ends the best possible way. I'm not necessarily interested in doing a two-hour boss fight. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to throw him in the TV, get the bad ending, because I haven't seen the bad ending, and that'll be it. And you actually like the bad ending. There's something there's something appropriately noir about it, in a way that the game never nailed noir at any other point. <laughs> Yeah, and now I'm I'm actually kind of disappointed that I got the quote unquote best. Actually, no, I'm actually much happier that I got the best ep- ending for uh, Human Revolution too, because it, it feels more noir now. It's like, oh, I accomplished everything, and and that was the after Illuminati watching me get the bad still ending. won. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a I worse ending, I'll... Sam. There's a worse. Oh, ending. I, I I didn't get the worst ending. I got the I got the I guess what would it be like a neutral ending. One one of two neutral endings. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of great because I was just like I was getting fed up with that last area, and I was like, I just want an ending. And Scott's like, there's a there's an ultimately <laughs> awesome happy ending, and I was like, damn it. Well, I didn't expect there to be one, but apparently I hit it. I'm a little jealous. Yeah. I think very few of the games that I quit have I gotten invested enough to care about the ending. So usually I've quit way before anything important's happened, so I'd have to watch over half of the story to even care how it ended. So See, sometimes I just look up the end, the end cutscenes of JRPGs to see how inconceivably silly they can get. Yeah, they can get they can get up there. Yeah, They're I mean, I remember that. all the characters. There's a PS one one where all the characters fly through space with sparks shooting out of their butts for no reason. I don't remember which one that one was, and yeah, if it's one I played, you'd have to be more specific. Yeah, <laughs> that could be anything. I one game, you know what? I had to look up the ending of Legend of Legaia too, just because every cutscene in that game is so stupid. Yes, it is. You know, there are games I have replayed multiple times. To get endings, like Star Ocean 2, I know I played, like, oh god, at least five times. And got, like, because the game had boasted at least 80 different possibilities, I was like, man, I've gotten at least, like, 40 of them. Like, yeah, I can see that. But then that's just it. Like, I think there has to be a draw to want to get to the end. And if there's something that's not clicking, like... Then, yeah, I can see looking up different endings, like you said, you know, yeah. getting the optional endings that you like, didn't get the first time. I'm, I look at I'm games like Dragon Age, where I've played them multiple times well, and have gotten multiple endings. Um, but, you know, I also look at other games like Mass Effect, and I oddly have no desire to replay it. It's like, I got an ending. I'm happy. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't need to go back. Yeah, I know what that's like. So it's just kind of funny when you get games like that. Um, I, I have a tendency, okay, actually for quitting, uh, when I love a game and then I start a second playthrough, I lately, more so now because I have less time, I never go back. I'm just like, wait, I already beat this game. I'm good. Whereas when I was a teenager, like, I already played games constantly. Well, yeah, you were in high school. I was in high school. plenty of free time and not quite enough budget to buy a new game all the time. This was true. (laughs) Especially with my household. It was very, very true. But, you know, like, I started a replay of Fallout New Vegas. What was it, last year? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to play hardcore mode. This is going to be great. I never went back to it. And it's like, I don't (laughs) even remember why I stopped. (laughs) I'm sure you got a review assignment. Probably a review assignment. You know, it usually is. You know, it's kind of funny. Like nine years ago, I gave up on playing uh, through Blue Dragon for Xbox 360 a because good choice. because I, I I really didn't have a strong enough handle on the job system at the time, and I reached a point where I probably should have focused on a bunch of different classes, and then I would have I would have been in a lot more better shape than I was by that point in time, and I just. I, there was no way to proceed with the bosses that were in front of me, so I walked away from it. And now there's a lot of talk about it going on the backwards compatibility list for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to return to it, if only to redeem my own failure, my my own quitting the first time around. And uh, yeah, you bringing that up reminds me of just what we were talking about the other day with your editorial that you just brought up. I got into 
the original Xenoblade on Wii. I think I'd imported it because we weren't sure we were going to get it here in the States back when that whole drama was going on. So I imported it like in the August before we got it in like February. I don't remember exactly when we got it, but it was a few months before we got it in North America, before it was even confirmed. And I played it and was expecting something close to like Final Fantasy twelve, and it really wasn't. And the battle system took a while to really get into, and I didn't really get a good grip on it. So about 10 hours in, I just quit. I just I dropped it, stopped. I was like, eh, I can't do this. And then for some reason, I think the the North American version came out. There was some kind of app somebody created where you could take your save because you had to mod your Wii and do weird things to be able to play the import. There was a way that you could um, take your save and convert it to the North American version, and I undid everything I'd done with the Wii. So I was able to play the North American version with the 10 hours that I'd already put in. And just that process of going through that, I was like, I just want to see if this will work. It, it was There were fewer U's in the subtitles, and that's what really clicked for you. <laughs> I think they added more use. Um, But that itself, just I was like, I'm just going to see if this save file actually works on the North American version. And it did. And I started back up and got back into it. And that's one of the few times that I've quit something, said, I'm done, this isn't for me, and got back into it and enjoyed it. And it's just like you said, Trent, like you want to do with Blue Dragon. Um, Seriously, don't waste your time, though. Not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the JRPG, yeah. the JRPG. I'm never giving up. <laughs> Don't get me started on that game. <laughs> uh, well, that'll be another day. See, I I have this habit where I put games away for a while. And I'm not talking like, you know, a couple weeks. I will put them on the back burner for like six or seven months, then oddly go back to them. And I'm like, man, why did I stop playing this? And then I could put it away for another six or seven months and then still go back to it. See, I have this weird thing where I know full well, I will I will start replays full well knowing I'm not going to finish. I just want to dick around with some specific element. You mean like Deus Ex right now? Well, that, that I'm going to get through the first chunk specifically so I can say a bunch of things I have to think about Deus Ex. Da, 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 da. But it, it's but that in that case it's specifically playing with a build I'm very familiar with. Whereas there are definitely games where I've just like okay let let's actually spend like ten hours in this class combination or this build and then just stop. Like I just want to see this other play style, not necessarily through to the end. Just just see what's going on. Yeah, I don't have patience for that. See, and you, you, I, I tend to approach New Game Plus that way, where it's like, okay, I've got all this, I can expand outward. This Let's is where see though, what the beginning looks like with all the powers on. This is where, though, I will generally pick Scott's brain when I start up a Western RPG where I'm allowed to sort of build my own character, because Scott will have done the prior dicking around, and I can usually just go up to him and be like, so what is a build that you think I would like? And then he'll take the controller off me, build my character, and then go, okay, have some fun. And I usually do, like, but that's because my husband knows me inside out for the most part. <laughs> and I don't mind that he does that, actually, just because I don't have the patience to do the level of dicking around that he does in games. I just don't. Usually, like, I want to get started. I want to have some fun. I want to play the game. I I don't really experiment a lot unless, like, there's something that intrigues me to want to experiment more. So that's me personally. That's why I'm usually just like, Scott, make a build for me in a Western RPG that works so that I may play the game and have fun. Usually works. 
Like he did for me yeah. for Adam Jensen this time around. He's like, you should have all the lethal powers because you like murder. And I was like, thank you, honey. And then I did a lot of non-lethal this time around. Who knew? Hmm. I fell in love with the Tesla. Okay. Well, I think, and this is specifically to Human Revolution 2, it, it doesn't. The, the only incentive for knocking a guy, for taking out a guy, is that that guy can't alert other guys. Yeah. So it's, it's, there, there's not a lot of interplay between non-lethal versus lethal anymore, and I'll parse it all out when I review the game. See, I, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I'm just like, did I murder the guy good? Yes. Did I murder him so bad that he alerted the other guys? Crap. <laughs> That's usually when there's a lot of screaming involved and me going, Action Jensen's running away! And Action Jensen that discussed is like, for the love of God, you're not Action Jensen, you're Sam. <laughs> it's like, right now I'm Action Jensen, I'm drinking Action Coffee. It is exciting. Uh-huh. Oh dear. Oh dear. But- <laughs> I, get, I get really into it to the point where I make up songs, okay? like. But Sam, do you have any other thoughts on just quitting games? I told you, I don't quit games for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I respect people that can actually just say, you know what, I'm good. Because I personally have the compulsion where I don't like to leave things unfinished. It's the same with books. I have this part of me that's always like, maybe it will get better. Maybe it will get better. And whenever you have to say that, there's usually, what, 90% of the time it not getting better. Oh, it, it never does. Never. But. I, I have a compulsion where it's like, I go down with a sinking ship generally. I think it's only because I'm now in a stage in my life where I'm working so much that it's like, I'm trying to get myself to stop with that mentality and be okay with something just not being completed. And that's really hard for me right now. Like, I think I've beaten, if, if the forums are correct at this point, I believe I've beaten 35 games this year. Which nice. is very... Like, to me, the part of me is like, oh, that's so low compared to previous years. Um, most people would just be happy finishing one. But again, like, I have a compulsion problem where it's, mm. I need Scott to be like, you're not having fun anymore. This yeah, needs I was about to go to say, away. How many of those 35 games were worth finishing? Or how many of them? You know what? Do you, um, do you, re- the RPG do you have ones, regrets? The RPG ones this year have interestingly not been worth it. Whereas a lot of the non-RPGs I've played this year have been. I think I'm just having a weird year. Like, I go through phases where I have years where I just want to play all the RPGs. And then I have Mm -hmm. these years where I'm like, and then I think 2016 has definitely been this for me, where I want to play everything but RPGs. And I know that that's how my brain works sometimes. Like, I get into this fits where I just want to play visual novels or I want to play puzzle games. And I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that. But then I sit there and I'm like, my, my RP gamer work suffers. <laughs> and then I'm like, Mac, I need to do RP gamer work. Fix this. And then you give me crap because I should learn to take a break and I don't. <laughs> that'll teach you. <laughs> that, that'll teach you. Trent, but, Trent yeah, what Trent. do you think about quitting? Um, well, there's a time and place for everything, right? And, you know, sometimes for your own sanity, I think you need to just dust yourself off and walk away from a catastrophe. Um. But I, I would like to think that uh, most RPGs are worth playing to completion, uh, considering how much effort must have been poured into them just to be developed in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you're a Neptunia game. <laughs> Unless you're a Neptunia game. Or a Mugen Souls game. Or a Mugen Souls game. 
You know, or an a, agorist war game. There, there's a few companies we can just safely sidestep at this point. It's where you almost wish it, there was like a bottomless pit and they just walk into it. Oh, don't be mean to the developers. No, I just want their franchises to die in the bottomless pit. I don't want them to go there. <laughs> okay. But Mac, oh. what what's your most cogent summation of quitting? Life is too short to sit and waste your time playing a game that you're not having fun with. Press so X to well, win is you, you 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 already know what you have to do, right? You just keep pressing yeah. X. Cool. Sometimes that's fun, sometimes it's not. If you're not having fun doing it, get out. Play something else. There's plenty of things to choose from. Move right. on to something that is cool. And so I, I've got this weird little thing tickling in my head, and I don't know if it's a full episode, but there was a tweet, something Trent tweeted a few days ago about people being excited for Final Fantasy twelve when at the time it was pretty heavily blasted by the community yeah it was it was derided yeah and, and he he called it golden age syndrome syndrome but that's that's not quite right because i think everyone's first final fantasy is the best one in a weird sense but which is the golden age syndrome but i think there's a particular thing about certain franchises where the second mo the most recent entry will get just slagged to hell in every corner of the internet and then two franchises back. No, that's a classic. That's a great one. Let's let's revisit this. I'm super excited they're re-releasing it again. And I think yeah. Final Fantasy has finally sort of hit that, where where now that 15 is about to come out, 12 is is now allowed to be a good one. Well, I don't know. I, I remember when all the Bravest came out on on mobile phones people Don't started saying people started saying man final fantasy 13 wasn't that bad was it yeah <laughs> well i mean and and some of that is just the value of comparison but i think in 7 years when we get f to final fantasy 16 a lot of the people who are really loud about criticizing 13 and its sequels will will not will just be like, no, no, 13's great. 13, 13's Maybe. cool. May re-release this on PS5. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's it's. I keep seeing it happen. Like ten got a lot of flack, and then around the time the ten ten did not get a lot of flack. Are I, you kidding actually, me? It took it took it took years for anyone to even like come to terms with the fact that it's not a great video game. I think it depends on the circle of friends. I mean, remember that. I feel like we're Ten getting into out. this episode already. Oh god, oh god, okay. Yeah, there, okay, there might be a thing here, because I know both of you, both you and Trent want to do a breakdown on Final Fantasy somewhere, but I think there, there is definitely this thing where once there's enough, enough distance that you aren't, you're not comparing it to directly to any specific Final Fantasy, but Final Fantasy as a whole, it, they all start to look a little better. Except for Final Fantasy 2, right? Hey, I like Final Fantasy 2. Well, of course, you can get that on Vita. I like it more than 3. That's a whole different story, though. And Scott's making a scowling face. Jerk. <laughs> Alright, so that, so, that, so that might be a whole episode we're, we're in for, but I, I just wanted to point out that weird inconsistency where... You know, you go back two entries in a franchise, and no, no, that's fine. It's not the worst thing ever, no matter what I said eight years ago. Yeah, it could be a good whole time. I mean, uh, Zelda does the same thing. 
Did yeah, I make well. that noise? You did. Oh, make I did edit. make that noise. Oh dear. Yeah, but well, uh, do, do you do you guys mind if we kind of wrap it up? It's yeah, uh, I was been- about to go into feedback because uh, we only got two comments. Uh, one from Disa, who also likes to multi-shirk during grind sessions, but uh, does not uh, have at any uh, any aspirations to uh, play video games in the bathtub. Fair enough. You say safe, bud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, Silk is very much reward-based, reward-motivated, like a puppy. I like, I'm, I'm like a puppy, Where too. there, she's... That that individual is very happy to do something re- uh, repetitive for even a minor reward. I do it for chivos. <laughs> I'm getting a very dirty look right now. <laughs> you you and the chivos. You and the I, chivos. I like chivos. I'm sorry. I think if they Fair didn't enough. make us, I think if they didn't make a sound effect, you wouldn't care. Because four ones don't make a noise. Pavlov's Pavlov's trophy. That's what you've got. But in any case, we love your feedback. Everyone needs a nap. <laughs> thanks for thanks for you know listening as usual. Leave us comments. Tell Scott he's awesome or evil, whichever comes first. Tell tell Trent he is young and adorable and that you love him. <laughs> tell Matthew this, he's old. Yes, is this the true ending of the podcast? Have yes. we, have we got no, no, you have to you have to go around and do all the side quests within the podcast, and then you get thirty more seconds of footage that is ultimately unsatisfying. So oh, this is did not Kojima direct the, the episode? <laughs> yes. So this is not the Scooby Doo. But when you but, but when you listen to the podcast again, you get new caught. You get a new outfit. <laughs> Well, Konami actually edited it out, so the last third of the podcast is actually not going to be recorded. So, yeah, Darn. but and and it's not included in the complete definitive edition either. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, catch you next time. Have a great one. Bye. See you. I'm Commando Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet. The Active Topical Banter Show is an RP Gamer production, all rights reserved. Visit rpgamer.com for contact info, discussions, and other great content. Music by Nubuo Ematsu, arrangements courtesy of ocremix.com. You guys are talking more about the mechanics of your segue than the time your segue actually took up that that is also a fun part of calling out segues no we've dipped into the danger zone of podcast territory we got to take it back to the topic (laughs) that's why scott's such a good editor of these (laughs) danger zone Uh, now